You are now listening to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. And on this podcast, I love to have conversations, conversations with people who inspire me and empower me, getting into the journey of their lives. Katie, who is back with me today, Katie Horwich, uh, has been a past guest and she also did one of these before where we did what I called a current life conversation. And I just thought it was fun. We didn't know what we were going to talk about and just talked. And hopefully it's helpful to you just hearing from two different people, making you think differently about your own life, how you think, how you show up, how you to respond to people, all the things. So today is, yeah, another current life conversation. And um, let us know what you think. I'm at underscore Trisha Huffman. She's at Katie Horwich. The, our names will be in the <laughs> show notes. Um, please subscribe, rate the podcast if you haven't yet. And if you leave a review, a written review, screenshot it and send it to me at podcast at yourjoylogist.com. And I will send you a gift from my product line. All right, here we go. All right, I am so excited to be back with Katie for our, what did I end up calling it? Conversations in real time. Or real time convos, real time, now. real life. <laughs> real Nelly. <laughs> Whereas just before, I mean, I love... I love recording solo episodes and just getting my thoughts out there. But like, I also just like, I don't know, it's fun to have another person. And so even though with this last time and this time, I still am like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. So it's not like here, Katie, will you help me with this topic? I don't know. I just thought it was fun. Yeah. To see what came up. I had so much fun last time. And I, I totally empathize with what you're saying. You know, I feel like you and I are similar in that I feel like we we have like our brain is is going all of the time and so a solo episode can sometimes feel like at least for me an extension of just what's going on in my head 24/7 like it's a very loud place in there and you know I love interviewing experts and people who have very specific um I guess, I guess solves for problems or specific insight about specific things that I want to know about. But also sometimes it's just so refreshing to be able to just have a conversation and talk about stuff that you would talk about anyway with someone who you enjoy being in conversation with, right? Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, and you know, you, there's, you never know what people are going to get from it out there. Mm -hmm. Well, let's first circle back. Last time we talked, yes, <laughs> you were like talking about how, yeah, being in this apartment and sort of trying, like, yeah, you just gotten some plants and we're like going to make it be more, I don't know, homey, your vibe, whatever. Like, yeah, how is your adjustment? I've been seeing on IG stories, like, yeah, you've been going like different places to run or, or different stuff like that. Like, yeah, how has it been feeling now? Yeah. You know, what's so interesting is that I actually, as I was thinking about our talk today, I had forgotten that that was exactly the the point in time. I think that I had just like repotted some plants for the first time and I was I was building different little nooks for myself. And what I was thinking about for this conversation was – 
oh, I am about to, I'm about to see my family. Um, and like this concept of home to me, it's really interesting. And I feel like it's shifted and morphed over my adult life for sure. Um, but over the last almost two years, just the concept of like, what is home? How do you create a home? How do you feel a sense of home? And if you're someone who's like me, who lives, um, you know, relatively far away from my family, from the town that I grew up in, my parents are still in the same house that I grew up in. Um, like what happens when you come back? Um, because that looks different right now than it did five years ago when I would be jumping all over the city, trying to see as many people as I can. It's really mm. like this trip that I'm that I'm about to go on is, I mean, I'm staying at my parents' house and it's just, it's all family. I'm meeting some baby cousins who I have not met yet. Um, my grandparents are going to be in town, uh, family members getting married, so we're going to a small wedding. And it's like, I'm not going to see my friends. I'm not going to go to different places. Um, and so it's just been a really interesting period of like, what does home mean? So you asking that while I'm in that headspace is just, um, it's so interesting because I really do feel like Maybe it's the season, maybe it's us having our conversation or me doing the little nooks in my house, going to different places to run. I feel like I've come to a sense of, I guess, peace, empowerment, ownership, whatever you want to talk about with where I'm at um, and not trying to force things, situations, experiences, not force myself to like what I don't like, not force myself to feel peaceful when something feels completely chaotic. And that to me has actually allowed me way more freedom, like giving myself that sort of structure and the parameters of like, well, you know that you feel this way when you go this way. You know that this run doesn't light you up. You know that this is where you go. It'll be a necessity place. It won't necessarily be a joy-bringing place. Um, giving myself those boundaries has been like transformative, to be completely honest, in a very short amount of time. So happy to hear that. And yeah, it's like, it seems like such little things in many ways, you know, like how different we can feel by sometimes just these small changes. And it starts with, yeah, like noticing like, oh, how do I feel mm -hmm. when I do that, when I go there, when I, you know, whatever, when I do it at this time, when I'm with these people and stuff. And I, it's just like that, like tuning into that has shifted so much for me. And I think so often so many people like don't mm -hmm. we're just like going through life and you sort of notice like oh I get this or I feel this way when I'm like no they don't know it like unconsciously they are just like oh maybe they feel tense or unhappy like after they feel it or they feel like they're judging themselves or they're questioning themselves mm -hmm. or they're more like anxious whatever after SIBO but they're not like sitting down and like naming this just sort of like oh so and so ugh, whatever like I don't know it's just so interesting but then there's also then the facing that and then figuring out what else can I do? Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, a big one has been like relationships. And I, and I see that again with 
time and time with like clients and people too. It's like where they know they aren't like happy in their relationships, in their friendships. Like maybe they outgrew them. Maybe it was like, and even I was thinking about that too. When you're saying like going back home, like I, for years, like I don't go back to my hometown very much. And I haven't seen friends that live there in so long mm-hmm. and but I still yet I went back like this summer and after not going back for a long time and so part of me was like okay who do I reach out to whatever and it doesn't mean I don't like those people but it also was like it one is time like well no I'm here mostly to spend time with my family mm-hmm. but you start to feel like more bad and it's again these shoulds oh I should reach out to these people and you know to see them while I'm in town or let them know or at least have the opportunity to make plans like that can still come up like even me the person who's yeah like writes <laughs> writing the book about living should just because it's like I'm so present to like oh I should mm-hmm. I should try I should reach out and then be like well what is that even going to look like or seeing like I can love and respect those people but like it's actually feels kind of stressful for me to try to see them mm-hmm. during this trip mm-hmm. or you know like that or just the friendships of like well how what would I even feel in that because a lot of friendships that have a lot of time to them can have this aliveness and this connectedness and you're so excited and you have this joy but in my experience a lot of long friendships too it's more just like catching up with like let me tell our life story since the last time we talked and then also talk about anybody else we know like oh you're seeing an old college friend and like oh well what do you know about this oh and so you're closer to that person and I don't usually feel great after those Mm -hmm. hangouts Mm -hmm. like when it's just like let's just check off these talking points and then part ways. But it was so good to see you again, like maybe in another five or, you know, when we're back in the same town. Right. I don't know. I feel like drained a lot of times after those. But then it feels like, oh, but I should want to see these people and I should because I do love them. Right. And they were an important part of my life. But like that, like being honest with like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, like that was a conversation I probably could have had via text or like. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what your love language is? Have you ever done that? It's been a long time and I don't even remember what they fully are are right now. There are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and gift giving. So I think it's it's quality time and that's what I thought it was. So it's interesting and so that's why two like sometimes big groups of people – I don't love like I still like I love it. Okay, let me go to a party and like experience. But it's usually like you don't you know, like everybody's so busy, like making small talk or this or this that it's like that. So normally it's just now knowing that about myself is like so sometimes I do like want to go to a party, especially if it's like a cool party and there's going to be like this and that like, cool, I'll see it. But it's just like I know that. And so it's even like, oh, great. So I'll like go for a little bit or pop in or I get to leave whenever I want. But it's not this expectation of like you should be having the time of your life at this party. It's like, oh, I like to go to parties now because I like like to make my appearance show support for whatever the thing mm-hmm. is or explore what's happening explore what it's about collect information um but yeah like I love one-on-one time or small groups of people but then yeah if it's one-on-one time but the conversation doesn't feel quality yeah yeah you know it's so interesting that you say that because I feel like in in the past I've definitely like I've gotten myself in trouble, A, overextending myself, um, and then B, going in the complete opposite direction. I am someone who my my top love language is um is is words. I mean, like 
big surprise there. Um, so very much like you, it's like the words that are being said in the time together matter so much. But and and for me, I and just who I am, I'm incredibly introverted. Like all of my different archetypes and whatever, like I don't know what whatever thing you want, you're into. Um, astrology, Enneagram, um, uh, human, human design, design. like <laughs> hermit, 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 hermit. Like I, like I, I have hermitness in me, all over the freaking place. And so, to me, that be seeing people on a, a higher frequency, even if we live in the same city, that to me, it's not like oh, I don't want to see those people or any people. It's just that's not where my head is at because that's not where I gain the most fulfillment. And that's gotten me in trouble before because with people that I love because that's not how they experience um, love and feeling cared for. And to me, whereas I might go and be with someone and it is – and this is a conversation my husband and I have had a lot because we are very similar in this way um, – Whereas I might go and see someone and it's more of like the checking off boxes, catching up type conversation. And I feel like, oh, like I didn't really, that wasn't like this, this deep and meaningful conversation. I really enjoyed seeing the person, but like I kind of feel like energetically drained to the other person. Like it was so valuable and they so appreciated it. And so I've had to learn that what I, how I experience any situation is just one side of the experience, right? And so that is valid sometimes. Sometimes that is the thing that you need to consider the most of like what matters. And also if it's someone who you actually do really care about, like take into account their love language, take into account how they how they might want to experience you. If they are, for example, like if they're a, um, this is something that Jeremy and I talked about a lot. So I come from a big gift giving family um, and he does not. And at first it like made him super uncomfortable. And what Mm. I had to teach him is a, first of all, like if there's something that you actually don't like, like if it's just stuff to you, like, help them out, like tell them more things about you and like what you actually like so that they can actually get you something that they feel like they, they put thought into, right? Um, and for them, what I've explained to him is like, it's not about the gift. I mean, it's about the gift, but it's not about the gift. This is about them showing, I care about you. And for some people, I mean, I've met people throughout my life who like, especially in older generations who maybe don't, especially male, who might not have the emotional, um, like, I don't want to say intelligence, but the emotional um, vocabulary really to express how they're feeling. And so what's the easiest way for them to do it? It's to give a gift. However, I feel about gift giving in that moment, like I kind of got to put some of that aside if this relationship matters to me because this is something that 
they are showing me love in their way. They're showing emotion in their way. They might want not know how to get into or want to get into a deep conversation about, I don't know, the meaning of life with me, but they have other ways and that's valid. So yeah, I totally hear you. I echo you on every and like plus one on everything that you said about the different interactions and this past year and a half where it's like, okay, when I go back to LA, it's like, I'm, I'm really, I'm seeing a handful of family members, if even that. Um, and like, I have people in my family who are immunocompromised. My grandmother is going through some medical treatments right now. So it's really about, okay, I need to keep this very, um, what is it? Nuclear. So how else do I show that I care about my community and not in a way where I'm overextending myself all of the time because that's not also that's not good. They don't want that for me. Um, so it's been it's it's, ex- it's exhausting to be honest to to do that dance, but I it's it's worth it every single time. Well, yeah, I think that's the key point is like the overextending yourself, or if you're constantly like saying yes to every invitation, even when you know that, and that like, and what I was saying too, like. Sometimes the checking box comes to it's the, the the presence of conversation. Like I don't need to have a super deep conversation. Like sometimes it's just like being present and being able to laugh and like being in the moment. Um, and even like the last person I saw where it did kind of feel like that, I was still like glad I went because again, I care about that person. And so even if I feel like we didn't have like a deep soul for conversation or I'm like, oh, if we met right now, I don't know if we would, you know, whatever like that. It's still like I felt like, oh, I'm glad I we met up and we made that happen, even if it wasn't like, woohoo, that gave me life. Mm-hmm. And I, joy, like, you know, like with my favorite people to be with, it's like, oh, I feel like lifted up after I see them, even if one of us is going through a really, really hard time or both of us, you know, like mm-hmm. you just feel this different energy in your body. But I still felt like good about that. But yeah, I think it's, um, you know, I was, when you were talking and saying, you know, like, oh, you have how you have like close friends who that they have the same like love language as me and um, like how that like, yeah, like in the past, like I think it is so helpful to know these things about yourself and that too. Cause yeah, like in the past I would get so hurt or get myself, you know, making up these stories because well, how come blah, blah, blah. I could even like, cause it still happens actually. So what I'm saying in the past, meaning I can still have those natural reactions, but I catch them and be like, Oh, Trisha, like, like even like, yeah, I think one of the last times I saw you come to LA, I was sort of like, Oh, is Katie in LA? Like, Oh, she could have, Oh, I could have seen her. It's like, even though I'm like, I've never even hung out with Kate, you <laughs> in person and you have so many people, whatever, but that's yeah. my natural reaction. Like that, that my my heart like because of who all the things and my whatever Mm -hmm. and how I was raised and blah blah blah, and that I carry around this nobody cares about me like story and all of that then I immediately want to go with oh well how come people don't want to hang out with me right even if they were like in town for like 48 hours it's the habit story go to a wedding or something it's just like that's all the stories that live in us and blah blah blah. kind of let me jump to that and I'll be like what are you talking about like she was here for a couple days right and that but like that's just one like that wasn't like a serious thing but like yeah like over the over time that yeah like being so hurt about like oh see people go there and they didn't invite me see people like whatever and like that it feels like it's really about me and they don't like me yeah and having to be like oh my god like that's not even like (laughs) yeah and it's like that it's it's like that um and this is 
I was about to say it's like that dumb phrase, but this is it's not a dumb phrase. Like it it's actually a thing. But it's like that saying like what you resist persists. Um it's that idea of whatever you whether you're resisting it or not, but it's like whatever you you are telling yourself to be true, whatever you're paying attention to, like you're going to keep paying attention to. So if the story is like well, I don't know. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants to hang out with me. Then yeah. your brain has is so happy because it's like, ooh, I have something to latch onto. And then it starts right. to look for all of the scenarios of like, well, that person must not love me. That person must not love love me. That yeah. person like it gets the yeah, security so and the knowing. Story. Yeah, I have this story that I discovered like years ago of like, yeah, I carry around that nobody cares about me, that I've believed that since I was a childhood. But like, you know, and that's also then propelled me to live into I don't need you. Mm -hmm. Like, so I've moved my whole life like I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need your love. So yeah, like you're right. So then again, like my brain, even though, and then I'll be like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, you know, but like I'll catch myself, but it's like automatically these disses constantly. See, nobody cares about you. See, nobody cares about you, Trisha. Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever, did you do, were you part of any group projects gone horribly wrong when you were growing up? Because I feel like I was and I I I developed that like mindset partially because of that, where it's like I'd be a part of like, a group project where there'd be like four other people and I would end up being the person who, whether it was because I didn't trust that other people would do anything, which might've been very true or they actually weren't doing things like it all kind of fell on my shoulders. Or if someone did something that I didn't agree with and then it came back on me, like I became the person who like we, when, when there were group projects we could have our parents write us letters to get us out of doing it a group in a group and saying like, Katie, Katie has permission to do this project by herself. And like, <laughs> I was that person. I was like, I will just do this all myself because like, because I, I don't know if I can count on other people. And that was a story that I carried along for around for a very long time and not in a malicious way, just sort of like this very neutral truth that lived inside of me for a very long time. It's like, no, like you, you have to start to give yourself proof that you can count on other people because you can't do life alone. And especially once I moved to New York City, it's like you really can't do New York City all by yourself. Like you, you can't, and I'm not talking about like a relationship. I'm talking about like, you've, you've got to find some sort of sense of place, a sense of community, a sense of safety, whether it is you live in a building that has doormen in it, or it's a group fitness class you go to all of the time to, oh, you have, you have like really close best friends to a relationship that you're in, like whatever it is. It's like, you know, what Barbara Streisand said, people, people, people need people. People who need people are the luckiest people. It's it's a musical theater song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you something else, but yeah, I also like, I think it, it's, you know, it's such a balance too, because it's like, we started talking about this by noticing like how you feel and so how you feel around different people and that too. And then, you know, then you're talking about, okay, going to visit 
and sort of already knowing these things and then feeling like, okay, I'm not going to see these people. So I want to make sure that they feel seen and love. And then you were like already saying that, like, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, so like how do you, it's like, this is an interesting thing of the balance. Cause I think that's great. You know, it's like, okay, so maybe that looks like I send out a message to the people that I normally would see and just like, Hey, coming to town, not going to have time. Love you so much. Like that sort of thing like that. Or like, you know, what is it that you're feeling? Cause that's what it's just, it can be such a balance of like, take care of yourself, make sure that you're feeling good, make sure you're not overextending yourself, blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, yeah, if you're being like, making sure not overly concerned with, let me make sure every person feels seen, heard this when some of them might not even like that. Like, yeah, like where does that, what what were you feeling like when you're saying like it's exhausting, just like yourself exhausting yourself of like, oh, I'm not going to see this person. And so what is that? I mean, I I say exhausting. And I think we also, we typically think of exhausting in like such um, bad negative terms. But there's also, I mean, I'm, I'm a runner. After I run, I feel exhausted and I feel energized. Um, or I can feel exhausted and grateful. Like exhaustion isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think that it, it just – it is indicative of like maybe something is taken a little more – a little more work, maybe taken an extra step – Um, but to me, it's all about weighing like what actually matters to me. And I'm not someone who is like, well, I just need to, I need to, my, yes, your energy is precious, but my energy is not so precious that I need to be doing the solo projects all the time when everyone else is doing group projects, right? Like my relationships matter to me and what I know as my default way of being of my default of being hermit-like my default of being like okay I need to charge my battery up a lot before I do really anything interacting with other people um like that default can 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 help me and hurt me and so it's constantly keeping myself in check of like okay what really matters here um and what matters in the in the long run because a lot of times it's easier to just do what feels like i don't know what 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 feels what feels what feels right in the moment not to say that you shouldn't do what feels right in the moment but every action has a consequence and has a trade-off so what are your makes and breaks? What are your trade-offs? Like I I do not want to preserve all of my energy, be hermit-like, um, be the introvert that I am. I don't want to be that all of the time so much that like I lose or, or push away the relationships that matter most to me. And I speak, I, I say these words from experience, like I have done that in the past and it's just me reflecting on it that's able to see that. At the time, I was like, well, I wonder why, like, I wonder why, why we don't hang out anymore. I wonder why we don't talk anymore. I wonder, like, making up the stories, like, do they, do they hate me? Do they, are they mad at me? Are they, 
I don't know, are they are they jealous of some aspect of my life? I don't know. And it's that I didn't keep up my end of the bargain in the relationship. No one should have to shoulder the entire weight of an entire relationship, but it is a relationship because you are relating to someone else. Otherwise, you're just ships. And that means that you can just be ships in the night and just pass each other. Tweet that one. Trisha here, bringing you a brief interruption. How's your sleep? No, really. How's your sleep? For months, I was waking up multiple times a night and a lot of times could not fall back asleep. I have never been someone that struggled with insomnia and I still don't want to label what was happening to me insomnia. It was, you know, had to do with perhaps life (laughs) and anxiety Uh, perhaps also my body, (laughs) I'm uncomfortable in my body a lot when I'm sleeping. I sleep with like so many pillows all around me, a fan, all these things so I can sleep properly. I love sleep. I need sleep. I am so happy that by regularly taking CBD, it has helped my sleep so much. I barely wake up at night now. And if I do, I'm able to fall right back asleep. My body is not hurting. And that's like, that was a big thing that was keeping me up. So I have been taking the liquid CBD from my soul CBD. The liquid drops have been my favorite to do at night. Go check out mysoulcbd.com backslash claim it. You'll see what I'm talking about. There's different milligram doses. Um, I'm taking the 1000 milligram now, but I believe I started at 500. So I think that's like a starting point. Mysoulcbd.com backslash claim it. You'll get 15% off everything. I love this brand because they are completely THC free. They are organically farmed. They are gluten-free, which I'd assume most brands are, but I, because of my fibromyalgia, I am very gluten sensitive. So that's a big thing for me. And they are third-party tested for toxins. So they put a lot of attention into making sure that they are giving you high quality, good quality CBD. They also have some amazing flavors that makes it fun. Go check them out. I'm also in love with their rapid relief cream, their bath bombs, and gummies. All right, go check out mysoulcbd.com backslash claim it. <laughs> no, I mean, I get that because I think I'm like the other half, whereas in most of my relationships for as long as I can remember my life that like I'm like, oh, hey, want to hang out? Hey, want to? And then, so then sometimes because of that, it can then feel like, wait, do these people even want to be my friends if I'm always the one that like <laughs> has to reach out? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say <laughs> and, and as I, someone who is who is not, and this is who I've been my entire life, like my mom would always call my friend's parents to set up my play dates for me. Like I – I have always – I've never been like the ringleader who's like, hey, let's do this. I will go along and I am enthusiastic and I love it, but that's not my – my natural default isn't 
to say, well, let's go do this. Let's go do this and be like the instigator. And for people like me, like we appreciate people like you so much because it it's – I think there's like a little bit of social anxiety that's in there, a little bit of um, like everything that comes along with that. And for people who have that, it's it's always like – even just to reach out and make plans, sometimes it sounds so silly, but feels like it is so like you're 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 pulling up courage from inside of you to try and make it happen. So for the people who it comes so easy and so naturally, like we are so grateful. And for people like me, like we also have to ask ourselves, like, okay, this person is always is always like asking us to hang out is always initiating plans. Like it doesn't mean that you need to always be the one who's initiating as well and like like fighting for initiation, but like work to even the scales a little bit. Like work to like take it off of their back sometimes, you know? Or it's even if it's just like uh, uh like, hey, just want to say love you, like even just getting a message like I appreciate your friendship. So it's not even like yes. you're reaching out to make plans. I mean, something that's really, again, helped me so much in my life is just realizing that not everyone thinks like I do <laughs> and not everyone is able, you know, like that we're all like we're all the same in many ways, but we're also very different. And like that that helps me because I'm someone who naturally has always been good at like juggling a lot of different things. And so like, and even when I'm in like hard times or stressful times or this, like that I like am able to that and and reach out to other people. And you know, like that I can be going through the hardest time of my life and still check in with someone who I know is also going into a hard time. And that's not like, wow, Trisha, you're so amazing. I've just had to realize like, oh, not everybody like just is brains are wired that way or has the capacity to, you know, it's like, oh, I have this and also this and this and let me get the work done and let me know. Like, I'm not saying I'm superwoman. It's just that I'm somehow wired <laughs> to do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And so that means I can check in on people. I can make plan. I can have so much on my plate and still want to make plans too because mm-hmm. I am the social person who wants to have the personal connection. Right. So that, so it's like, for me, I'm even like, and I have friends and that's too. I've had to realize that it's like people that I have had this like, my gosh, I thought this person was like one of my best friends, but why am I always making the plans? And it's also too, like when they're going through like pressurized times in their life, they can't even imagine like making plans or like, you know, like these different things where I've had to see that like, they're like, they're just like, I'm like using my hands to try to like make a scale or a scope or a something out there. But like, and that, and it was just sort of like, oh, right. Like I, because I think personal connection is such a big thing for me too. And because I know that I get so much joy from being people that even when my calendar and I'm on deadlines and I have so much going on, I'm still like, oh, what? You have free time tomorrow? Okay, let's take a walk. Let's do this. Like, right, yeah. you know, like, because I get so much joy in life from it and that other people, they, they just can't. They're like, what? No, my schedule is like this and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, or like, they're like, you know, more like, no, 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 I need to recharge, which I also always have time for recharging myself mm-hmm. and stuff too. I'm not like that extrovert in that level. But yeah, like to just realize that we're all different. And so again, my mind wants to make up. People don't like this. And then also it's from habit where a lot of my relationships were used to meet constantly touring, traveling, moving around, yeah. not living in the same city. Oh, totally. This. And so it, I am the person, hey, do you want to make plans? I live here. Hey, I'm in town. Do you want to make this? So a lot of people, it's just they're not even used to 
no matter where I was or living or this, like me being around too, because Trisha was always doing this and doing this because I don't need it. Like, you know, I've also created my life. Like I don't need anybody, right. but I do. But like, you know, but so many people know me as like, oh, well, Trisha will just reach out when she has time or when she's available or when she's in town or when this, right. like that I'm not on, even if they're my closest friends was not on their like automatic, oh, let's meet up this week because I wasn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. And I think that that's, it's like, it's so, especially over this last, this last year and a half, almost two years, like really that's been, we, we've all really had to, I think whether we realize it or not, have to um, like explore that, that thought process and that question, that mindset of like, am I making up a story about this person's interaction with me? Or like, are they just living their life? Because this, I, I don't care who you are this past year plus. So 2020, 2021, like it has been stressful on some level for, I, I don't make blanket statements a lot, but I would say it has been stressful for everybody in some way, in different ways, yeah. but in some way. Even if you're someone who was like, I actually had an amazing year, like you were also experiencing a global tragedy. So that 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 is not nothing on your nervous system. And I think a lot of us um, – like our our capacity for connection and for specific activities or or conversations, I think that that changed for a lot of people, um, and it actually surprised a lot of us, like how that was changing. Like, oh, certain things that I used to want to, well, first of all, for a long time, like we couldn't do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> But certain things that I used to like to do, I like, I can't, I can't bring myself to do them anymore. Or like certain conversations with people, like those aren't conversations that I can have right now. Or I don't even know how to have a conversation right now. Like I, I have so much that I'm trying to figure out and like going through a grief process. And I mean, even stuff like I have a friend who went to, um, she went to a concert a month ago or so. Um, and this is someone who she is a music lover, a theater, live performance lover. Like this is stuff that's in her DNA. And she went and she had to leave the concert early because she was mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's, it's too much for me right now. It's too much. And this is something that she loved so much in, you know, what we're calling the before times. And I think that everybody has weathered this time very differently and is still weathering this time very differently. Um, and so extending grace to ourselves, extending grace to others on like what they're actually like able to do and how they're able to be right now, um, I think is, is really important for the longevity of relationships because if we're expecting someone to be the same person in what is it? September 2021. If we're expecting to have the same interaction with them September 21 that we were having with them September 2019, like that might not be the case. And if your expectation is that person is going to be exactly the same and your relationship is going to be exactly the same, like then you're in for a rude awakening. So I think just meeting 
meeting people where they are, meeting yourself where you are and keeping yourself in check of like, what are the compromises? What are the, um, what are the, um, the, the consequences? Like, how am I actually, where are my priorities here is, is so important. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's always important, but especially now to, to allow yourself to be honest with yourself and to other people. So if like you get an invitation or whatever, and you're not sure, like whether it's because of I'm uncertain because how I'm going to feel in the pandemic, pandemic, if I'm gonna do that, or I just don't know how I feel I'm energetic, you know, like so often I feel like a, a, a lot of problems or stressors can come from overextending ourselves. And it's a lot of times you want to do the things you want to say yes to that invitation, to seeing those people, to doing the things, to helping out. But then there's also like, yeah, you also you have a full life and your schedule. and But, you know, people are afraid to be honest and one, just even say, I don't know. I don't know if I can make that because I don't know how I feel. Right. Or to say, you know, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed right now. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I can't give an answer. I'm going to have to pass right now, but I love you and thanks for thinking of me. It's just like that one is that the we're like so afraid of being judged or what will people think if I'm being honest and I don't have like a firm yes or no or that I say I'm overwhelmed or that I say I'm unsure or you know that I'm saying that I'm exhausted and I think I just need time off. Like we're afraid to just actually be honest and say what's going on or what may be happening to just be like yes or no, or I can't make it because I have other plans or this. And when it's just really like, I just really don't know, honestly, if I will be up (laughs) for being around people or I work and I have kids and that sounds awesome. And it also sounds exhausting because like maybe I just want time for myself, you know, like just, but like being honest with people because in so oftentimes we just are putting up these like charades and that leads mm-hmm. to more being able to make things up yeah and, and I <laughs> like, think also like the honesty is is important the honesty is important and also considering the other person in the relationship so for example if this is someone who's inviting you to something like if you can't go or don't have the capacity to go or don't want to go to this one thing like can you put something on the calendar where it's just you two and you got to coffee in the future like I will never forget was when early on when I when I moved to New York and I ran into someone who was an acquaintance of mine and they had um I knew that they knew a bunch of people in the city and they were saying that they were only in town for like a couple days and I said oh well let me know next time you're you're in town um like I love hosting things. Like I know you know a bunch of people here. Um, you know, maybe like I can reach out and get a small group together so you can and and whatever. Um, and instead of her being like, and this is like hypothetical in the future, instead of uh, instead of her being like, oh well, like oh that that's so nice. I'll let you know. Like no answer there, or being like, um, I don't like we'll see took the opportunity to say, you know, I really don't like doing those things anymore because I don't have the capacity for those those big groups of people. And so I wouldn't want to do that. And for me, on the receiving end of that, like that was, I believe it is uh, Elizabeth Gilbert or Brene Brown. I think it's Elizabeth Gilbert who said, you know, people – some people will pride themselves on being brutally honest, but what people 
who say that are focusing on are the honesty. What actually comes across in the brut- brutally honest honesty is the brutality. There's a, a brutal part of it where it's like pushing people away, um, pushing people down, creating some sort of wall, some sort of barrier. And I remember in the moment feeling like, and and I have no no hard feelings against this person whatsoever. But I also remember being like, like, why, why would you, why would you say that to someone who was like trying to say something nice to you or like offer up something nice? Um, And so I think that in our honesty, we also like need to check ourselves that we are being honest, but not brutally honest. Again, like keep coming back to it. Like a relationship is an exchange and like, what is the exchange that is actually happening here? Um, And you know, maybe she, maybe she didn't care about me. Maybe she was like, actually, I don't want to interact with Katie ever. So I'm going to say this and it's going to be super harsh. Um, which is fine then in that case, like it did its job, but you know. Yeah, I wasn't recommending to be brutally honest. And that's why yeah. even I was saying like with compassion to like, it was like with compassion with yourself and even like being honest, like I'm overwhelmed and then like, but thank you so much for inviting me. Like, thank you, like is, you know, like whatever. To yeah. make sure that that person is feeling seen mm-hmm. and not just like, yeah, only thinking about yourself, but being honest with yourself and them so that they know. And then that also gives permission for other people to see oh right I'm allowed to just say that when people you know ask me to do things and I'm overwhelmed like it ends up giving a trickle effect of that but yeah like you're right to making sure like that person also feels like well they just like shot me down like they don't you know like again because then it can go into that but like thank you so much for the invitation and then yeah like you said like it also could be like, well, reaching out, like, I so want to spend time. Like, maybe we can, like, can we schedule a 30-minute phone call mm-hmm. because of the pandemic? Can we do this instead? Yeah. You know, like, but yeah, if some people are so overwhelmed that they can't look at their calendar, but it's like, you know, like, yeah, then being honest with that. And then, yes, thank you for the invitation or I appreciate being invited or, like, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Um yeah, I sometimes forget because I feel like I'm always trying to be like, can compassion and compassion and you're thinking of yourself and so that I... Yeah, you forget that people, some people but, are... Yeah, you're right. Like other that. people can hear honesty and hear it as brutal. Like, yeah. but you, you you flashed back to that experience that was like... And you oh, yeah. were saying that and I was nodding my head saying, that's so amazing that she told you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I took it. But also, I mean, yeah, like I can see where I thought you were going to say that she said, I don't like those things. I don't blah, blah. They overwhelm me. How about next time I come and we meet right. for coffee? No, I thought there was, that's there what was you were no, say, there was no, there it. was no, there was no thank you. There was no. Um, I thought you were going to say I hate those things. For, I don't ever want to do them. Let's meet for coffee. Yeah, if you know, if if they'd said to me like, "Hey, I'm," if they had said to me, "Hey, I'm not a," you know, I'm actually not a group person. Um, but yeah, I'll let you know next time I'm in town or. Um, but thank you so much for the offer. Like, I I think that unfortunately, and you see this because yeah, yeah, I see that is it's great as her sharing. Cause again, that that gives you the like, oh, it's possible to, to know about yourself. First of all, that you don't like group situations and then say that, but yeah, it sounds like it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about knowing yourself. (laughs) I'm all about like stating that. And also I think that there's been, um, over the last few years, like some people can mistake 
self-care, self-help as a me at all costs experience. Like it, it be, and it becomes so individualistic that what ends up happening is that the idea of being gracious, having common courtesy, even um, acknowledging the other person, that all starts to fall into the bucket of I'm caring too much about what other people think. Like, yes, you oh. actually should care at least a little bit about what other people think because that's keeping you awake and aware that your personal experience isn't the experience of every single person. Should you care so much about what other people think that it affects how you are designing your life, how you're walking through the world? Like, no, of course not. But this idea of we might have talked about this uh, the other day. I know that I, I wrote about it on the blog or Instagram or something. But this idea of like, uh, like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what other people think. Like, no, you should give a fuck. Just give selective fucks. Like, just like you know, put up some boundaries around what fucks you actually give. And I knew that I could say fuck on this podcast because I knew that's me. That that's <laughs> no. fine. Um, but yeah. you know. No, I get, I get it. And I mean, and that's something like uh, in the last year plus two, I've had, to, I, I haven't had, I have been looking harder at like when I say things that, that I, that, that I want to say is a super empowering way to land of like, yeah, it's your life. Get out of your own way. Just live it your own way. Like these st- things that I still believe in mm-hmm. that it's like, yeah, I've now been like, it's, it's been an interesting thing of how can I say these things that I'm really feeling in this moment about ma- motivating someone, but then also like, well, that's not the only thing, you know, it, right. it actually has been an interesting thing for me in the last year where it's like almost where I even caught myself yesterday this week, like thinking about, oh, those are messages I'm sharing. Like, you know, I wonder if it's a lot different because, well, it is a lot different, of course, because the pandemic, it's a lot more compassionate and blah, 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 and be nice to yourself and be gentle, whatever. And there's still some empowerment, but there's actually feels like there's a lot less empowerment. And I think some of it is this fear of like, well, yeah, but don't also be an asshole that's only thinking of yourself is right. like part of what holds me back. But I mean, it's also been what I've been going through, what the world's been yeah. going through that I am not sticking to. Like, I don't stick to like a script. It's just like what I'm feeling that day or like and also, in the world yeah. in that. But I, I have been like, okay, I'm ready. You know, like now I'm feeling this wave again of like this. I have a different energy coming back again of like, all right, go get it people. And so, but yeah, when I start to say things, it's like, yeah, like it is just a different awareness of, that that yeah like I don't think I had in some ways in the beginning because too I was coming from nobody cares about me I don't need anybody so it was so I'm not saying I'd lived my life that way but I think yes and like messages I shared I was I'm and I still very much am that's the whole thing like wake up people live your life you don't know if it's gonna like end tomorrow mm-hmm. like yeah <laughs> you know but I even recorded a solo podcast um I don't know when this will go live a couple weeks ago that it was sort of uh, it was like we make everything so hard on ourselves, which can go in so many different ways. But the main thing was is like trying to say that so often it feels like people are trying to find their purpose or like, okay, I have to live my life. So what does that mean? Or like trying to apply too much meaning to just like, yeah, live your life and enjoy your life Mm -hmm. or live your dreams or whatever that. Okay. So what is my dream? (laughs) Like whatever, like making it too hard. And I was just like, what if like the fact that you're alive is 
your, what did I say? It's the word I was saying. Your, your purpose. purpose. Yeah. What if just the fact that you're alive is your purpose? Like you were born for some reason. I don't know about how the world was created and why we're here, but if you were born, you were meant to be alive. So instead of trying so hard to figure out what your life is about and your purpose and your mission and your calling and all of that, it's just, you're alive. Mm-hmm. So move through the day of like, I'm alive on purpose. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. And so it's like, <laughs> like, like, what if you just moved through your life? It's not like, oh, I have to have this type of job and I have to quit my whatever because I have to be living my mission and my purpose. And it's like, you're alive on purpose. So like, make that be your purpose to just like realize you're alive here today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and what you're saying about, um, like, you, whether it's it's your tone changing or your words changing or like saying, okay, well, how can I say this and also be like, well, but not always. Like, I, I think that that's, I mean, that's good. Like you're being, you're being sensitive, which is, which is important. A friend of mine said that to me around something that was very similar that I was overthinking. And, and she was like, you are, you're you're not you're not overthinking you're being sensitive and the world would benefit from more people being more sensitive and considerate like you're being right now um and also like you know you're you're working on your book and so i'm i'm sure that you have experienced this like at least a handful of times of at some point you can't just spend all of your time explaining away you can't ta- spend all of your time explaining away or caveating away everything that you say. And it, you've got to be you. Like, you've got to have your voice because that's what makes you special. That's what makes you unique. That's what makes your work your work, which is not my work. Or you just re-aired our friend Jen Pasteloff's uh, episode. That makes it like, you're not me. You're not Jen. You're not a host of a billion trillion other people who are on this planet. Like you are Trisha Huffman. You have these thoughts. You have these feelings. This is how you talk. This is how you interact. And it's like at some point the – it's like if you're good for everyone, then you're great for no one. If you please every single person, then you're just sort of like this neutral thing. And what makes you special is all of this stuff that you don't have to explain away. You don't have to caveat away. So it's, you know, it's, it's again, it's back to the relationships. It's a delicate balance of like honoring who you are and being like, well, how do I want people to receive this? And how do I want the people that I care about to receive this? You know? Yeah, I try to just go with like, if I'm feeling something needs to be said and shared right now, whether it's a, okay, rest or do what you need to nurture yourself or get the fuck out of your own way today and do at least one thing, then like, just share it because at least one person needs to hear it. And honestly, like my accounts were growing steadily for a long time and now I lose followers every week. Like not enough. (laughs) I, I like, I like, 
I mean, I stay like the same number meaning. So every week I might have this many and like then I also lose off. many and I don't know what that's. It, it's actually changed ever since I took my own name back to Trisha Huffman or not back. I never had it before. So ever <sighs> since months ago now that I switched to my account, Trisha Huffman, I don't know if that's because people are like, wait, who is this Trisha Huffman person I'm following? Or if people are just no longer resonating with my messages and that's cool. But in many ways, it's actually freed me. That's like, oh, I don't know why every week I lose followers now instead of gain them. So instead of me trying to figure out what's the way to get them back, I'm just going to make it me be even more. Well, I'm just going to say whatever I want to say and share however I want to share. If I want to share a reel today, if I want to say this post today, if I want to reach, yeah. like whatever, it's actually like freed me in some ways that I have been like, my mind wanted to be like, oh, I wonder why I keep losing people. Like, yeah, like it's not like my numbers are dropping a ton because I gain every week, but it's also like, yeah, so it's basically I've had the same number for months, which had never happened in like over like a two years I'd been set slowly yeah. growing because my numbers are still like very moderate. Right. But still it's like, but you know, as being people online, like those are things like, oh, what does this mean? No, this exactly. And, like, and also like as being people who like, like you, well, have, you have a business <laughs> that is that that has online components to it. And like you're writing a book and like. You know, when people say, like, hold on. Frankie, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here, girl. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, When people say, like, oh, you shouldn't care about, like, followers and these things, like, that's also part of, like, business for some people. Yeah. And so as long as, like, you – you know how it fits into the equation, then like I I all all this is to say like I get it. And also like so interesting that you've leveled off. And I, I wonder if it's, you know, it's I know that Instagram sort of clears accounts um when they've been inactive for a super, super long time. Like they just sort of like stop following people or they deactivate them or oh. if they're bots, whatever. Um but this is all stuff I've heard. I'm I'm not an Instagram expert. So like anyone who's listening who just heard that, don't, don't say – anyone who's listening and heard that, don't say, well, Katie Horowitz told me. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but I wonder if that's like also people who – if they don't resonate with you anymore, then cool. Then it's – because the numbers leveling off, it's getting people. People are coming to you who do resonate with you and who are meeting you. Yeah, where you're no, at. I'm. Yeah, I was just like, I brought it up more. Just like it's actually been something like I said that has made me bore more. Even be like, well, I don't know what's happening anyway, yeah. so I'm just gonna like. It's like actually empowering more to be like, yeah, isn't that a great feeling? Like saying this today, like whatever, yeah. or, you know, yeah. like that. Which not that I wasn't like that before, but I feel like it even has pushed me more to not question what I want to say and who cares about how many likes or shares or anything gets. Cause yeah, that also was a part of me getting a book deal was I had to like, what's your audience? Like they want to know your audience. And so right. it was, you know, like, and I still was never like super like, let me grow. I never really did anything to grow my audience. Right. Or, like I just got lucky and a couple of posts like went shared a lot. And so then it did help me grow my audience. That's awesome. Like, yeah. And, and like, what a, anyway. what a great feeling to all to be like, you know, I'm, this is an entity that, like, I can't control this algorithm. I can't control this platform. Uh, you know, it's sort of like a micro, a micro petri dish of like being at at a at a um like in an office, living in a city, in the world of. Well, there's a lot that I can't control here, 
So I might as well just like do the things that I believe to be the best choice given the situation. Um, what an empowering feeling. So yeah. All right. We got to wrap it up because we're going to go do a live. We are. Um, even though we're not, not when you're listening to this right now, but just on KDA's and I's schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're listening, you can go to my Instagram because I will right. I will have posted the Instagram live to um, my IGTVs. So that will be talking about something different. Yeah. So yes, different different content with Katie and yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, so on Katie's IGTV. I'll link to it. So much content from us. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, Sorry. Love you, Katie. And people out there listening. Yeah. Conversation between two people, catching up, talking. Hopefully it gets you thinking differently about, yeah, what you're doing, what you're saying yes for, how you're saying it, being honest with yourself, noticing how you're feeling. So many things. So many things. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you to people who are listening for hanging out with us for the last hour or so. Yeah. Share the episode and DM us and let us know that you're listening and what you found, you know, got you thinking or we love that shit. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to need to go to the bathroom before. (laughs) Um, okay. Awesome. And you want it to do. Yeah. I, did you want to do like creating affirmations or. like how we ourselves manage it or like yeah And yeah, I mean, we can ask people too if they want to put them in, I create it, but I can also go through that process on like how I do it because that is like tuning into like, yeah. Oh, I am asking them. Okay. I'll see you there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like,